22 रेडियो और रेडियो रूम जम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बात दोपहर के दो बजकर छः मिनट पहुँचाते हैं अब से लेकर तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताती हूँ कि वो अनदर ब्यूटिफुल डे वीव कॉट ब्रोकन क्लाउड्स सेवन डिग्रीज तापमान है दैट मीन्स यू कैन नॉट वॉक आउटसाइड विदाउट अ स्वेटर और अ मफलर और अ कोट और तापमान और भी बहुत ज़्यादा नीचे गिरेगा सो बी वेरी केयरफुल वन यू वॉक आउटसाइड हाउ यू वॉकिंग एंड सो एंड सो फोर्थ आज वादे के मुताबिक हमारे साथ मेल चौधरी हैं जो कि सिमसन टॉमस एंड एसोसिएट्स के साथ लॉयर हैं और आजकल फैमिली लॉ में और स्पोर्ट्स लॉ की बात कर रहे हैं मैंने आपसे बताया था कि हम आज स्पोर्ट्स के बारे में बात करेंगे सो मोस्ट वेलकम इन आर प्रोग्राम हाउ यू डूइंग मैल आई एम डूइंग ग्रेट हाउ यू सुषमा आई एम फाइन थैंक यू हाउ इज दिवाली दिवाली वाज गुड या या little bit more quiet one of my uh yeah. my, my uncles yes. was not feeling so well and right. uh yeah he ended up passing that's right so uh but uh, you know it was okay yeah, yeah. i know it's yeah. uh yeah, you know i've noticed that majority of the people majority of the sad happenings in our life happen just before you're going to be celebrating something yeah and and there's a great friend of ours whose brother-in-law passed away just before diwali and they do a big thing for diwali you know and it was such yeah. a sad occasion for the whole family and people associated as well yeah and then you think it happens during that time you know uh, it didn't happen on the day of diwali but right. then it's around that period so hopefully over time you know people are able to not associate it with diwali but uh, <laughs> i know <laughs> it's the i worst know thing, but. but 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 you know what um uh, south asian community does believe that if there's an incident that takes place just in in that particular year and after that there's a diwali or christmas or whatever or birthday yeah. they do not celebrate it for a whole bloody year that's true yeah yes. and you know we we follow that yeah so so we all follow that yeah um um but i was watching um actually kamal and i were talking yesterday and he was talking about um cricket match and they've been staying up watching cricket and uh, virat kohli has created history by doing 50 centuries doing 50 centuries yes. okay so i know i know very little about, about cricket. cricket yeah i used to be a cricket player in my childhood yeah uh, for my my brother's team uh century means you you uh make 100 runs wow he's done 50 of those that means in 50 different games he's he's scored 100 runs would he be the best cricket player at the moment yes wow it's amazing and married to a, a bollywood uh star anushka sharma i've heard i've heard the name yes i i used to watch um indian movies a fair amount not anymore lately i haven't yeah lately they're not that great anyway yeah <laughs> i have to get recommendations from you though <laughs> yes that's true or or kamal i'm going to have to call kamal in between and ask him who is playing or maybe i can even google it and find out who's playing with india in the finals oh yeah because india has gotten into the finals either it is australia or it is south africa India is traditionally one of the top teams. Right? It is. It is, but um India hasn't won since 2000 if I'm not mistaken 2011 or 12. That's a long time. Yeah. 
long, long time. So where my parents are from, yes, Fiji Islands. Yes. So what they're known for is rugby. Oh, okay. And it's a very small country, mm. but they they manage they to, to win. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like Brazil is uh, great for soccer. Right. Uh, and England is great for rugby. Right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so uh, we're talking about sports. So I understand you've got a sports story, and 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 people are going to be fascinated listening to this. Well, you know, it it's not something you would normally associate with no. a, with a legal issue, but it's a right. it's a current event. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure lots of people have heard about this. So it was October 28th this year yes. in England. There was a hockey player, mm-hmm. and they do play hockey in England. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, Basically, he had his uh, throat cut. Um, another player, and, yes. and I, I haven't seen the incident, so I can't say for sure, but from just reading about it, it sounds to me like it, it wouldn't have been something that was done on purpose, Yes, but I don't know all the details. Yeah. Basically, this one hockey player was uh, hit by another one, Right. and that hockey player was falling down. In the process of falling down, his skate went up and cut this other player. And the other so, so the one who fell down, his skate cut another player. Right. Yeah. Oh. So the person, the, the players uh, that, that got cut was Adam Johnson. So Adam Johnson actually made it to the NHL level. So if you think about it, what a great player, right? Mm. Because so few people make it to the mm. NHL level. Mm. He only played about 13 NHL games. Mm. And I believe it was for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. So... Then he's playing internationally, Mm. overseas, and he's the unfortunate individual that this happened to. And he got cut. He went to the ground. He got up slowly, and then with assistance, he made it off the ice. Mm. But you could see blood. Mm. And then he passed away later at a hospital. Oh, my God. It must have cut the main artery. Must have. Must have been around the neck, throat throat area, probably. But, uh, and I'm reading, you know, these articles, and obviously his, his family is here in North America, mm. and uh, I think they're out of Minnesota, and they're watching the game streaming, and this, and this happens. Oh, my God. And, of course, you don't know initially how serious an injury is. Yeah. It turns out it was, it was fatal. Yeah. Oh, but, my um, God. So this just got me thinking, it opens up so many different issues right legally right. and even non-legally right uh, things that arise out of sporting events mm-hmm. so some people say well the people who should police these events mm. are the organizations themselves yes right so for the yes. nhl it yes. would be the national, national hockey, hockey league. league that's right it would be the people at the nhl mm-hmm. others say well there's a line you cross that line it's no longer just about the nhl Mm. Why should professional athletes be able to get away with, with things, whereas if you're standing on a street corner and some somebody did something to you, the other person would be in jail? Mm. So it's two different lines of thought on that, it right? It is, yes. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, not just as yet. Let's let just go a little further. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm just reeling off the, the news that you've given me that a player falls down and as he's falling down, his his shoe cuts the other player. Skate blade, yeah. Yeah, his 
yeah, blade cuts the other person. The other person dies. Right. So in in England, they actually have um, laid charges against this individual. The one who fell down. The, the yeah, exactly the yeah. one the one that's yeah his yeah, his, his skate, skate cut the other person. Yes. And it's for manslaughter. And I and you know you know my areas. Mm-hmm. My areas of law are uh, personal injury, yes, family law, yes. not criminal law. No, right. Let's just no. make that clear. Yeah. So I'm no expert in that area. Mm. Um, but so basically, they charge him for manslaughter. Mm. And probably in England, it's a lot different than what manslaughter would be here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think. Uh, but but basically, they've charged this person. Oh my God. And they. They took him in, and then they released him on bail. Okay, so that reminds me of um, a Canuck player, Bertuzzi. Right. And And he had a little bit of an issue like that as well, didn't he? Yeah, but his was different. Yes. Right? So if we kind of just go back and we talk about Bertuzzi. So that happened in 2004. That's right. And everybody here is already going to know this. Yes. He was playing for the Vancouver Canucks at the time. Mm -hmm. The other team involved was the Colorado Avalanche. Right. So what had happened roughly about three weeks before the Canucks game, Mm -hmm. uh, with this game, Mm -hmm. the Canucks and the Avalanche played. Three weeks before this incident. Yes. So the Canucks star at the time was Marcus Nasland. That's right. And from what I understand, Bertuzzi and Nasland were actually good friends. Very good friends. So Steve Moore Mm. um, hit Nasland. Yes. On the ice. He mm. didn't get a penalty. Mm. There was no suspension. Mm. Um, so I guess the referees in the league thought it was okay. It was within the rules. Right. But as a result of that, Naslin missed about three games. Ah. He was injured. Ah. And then three weeks later, what happens? Canucks are playing Colorado again. Again. So Bertuzzi. So Bertuzzi um, chases after Moore. Yeah. Um, and kind of jumps on top of him or lands on top of him or whatever you want to call it. Yes. And then Moore goes straight to the ground. Yeah. Bertuzzi lands somehow on top of him. Yeah. Another player lands on top of him as well. Yes. There might have been one more, but Mm. there's a pile. Mm. And Moore um, breaks vertebrae in his his neck, I believe. Oh, neck, yeah. And he never plays again. And I believe that was actually his rookie year. Oh, wow. So if you can imagine, you've got, what are the odds of somebody actually making it to the NHL? Mm. Right? So I've got a daughter who Mm. plays ice hockey. Yeah. There's no thought, you know, NHL is not a possibility for her, but there's, you know, women's leagues. Um, I've got friends who their kids play. It's really hard to make it to the NHL, and most people don't expect their kids to get anywhere close to the NHL. So this poor guy makes it to the NHL, and in his rookie year, he's done. Or er, early in his career. But, you know, Bertuzzi's career also did not go anywhere. I mean, he was hated by many people, and, you know, he he left uh, Canucks eventually and went elsewhere. He wasn't the same in mm. Vancouver, no, right? He wasn't. He, he, first, he was suspended, mm. and then I think there was a lockout that year. Yes. Uh, following that too, yeah. so he didn't play for a long time. Mm. And he comes back, and he was never the same player. No. Now, at some point, he became effective again, yeah. but he was playing elsewhere. Yeah. So, I, you know, this is a very good topic, and I want our listeners to sort of participate in it as well. Um, 
But let's take a very short commercial break, come back and, uh, and find out whether the first case that you've talked about, the England case, how, people, how do people feel about it? And I will also tell you, you asked me the question, I've got clarity in my head and I'll tell you about it. And then I'll ask you, you as a lawyer, what do you think? Sure. All right, let's take a short break. Mel Chaudhary is with us today. And uh, if you have any questions, legal questions, which you think are general and you would like to ask, uh, Mel, in, in studio, our telephone number is 604-280-1200, 604 8863 Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim Mel Chaudhary is in our studios. And Mel, I've got the result of the cricket match between Australia and South Africa and uh, Australia beat South Africa and they will be playing against India um, on the 19th. So many people will not be sleeping at all. Uh, so Australia um, so Australia had 215 for 7 wickets and uh, but uh, no after restricting the South Africans to 212, Australia went up to 215 for seven wickets, so they won. Mm, okay. Seven wickets in their hand. So now they have to face India and Virat Kohli on the 19th. Now, there's too much hype. Sometimes, you know, when there's too much hype, mm-hmm. India gets buckled in. Oh. <laughs> do they, you mean, do they, um, the moment is over, overcomes them? I think it does. Oh, okay. I hope it does in this time. Because this is after a long time that they've gotten to the uh, final with Australia. And Australia is not a bad um, team, but they've only, played, they've only had 215, whereas India had over 300 runs and uh, five wickets in hand too. There's so much to winning in sports. Oh Psy- psych- psychologically, like one team might be a lot better. Yes. But that day, yeah. one, one other, the other team might just be ready. Emotionally, psychologically, to yeah. to win. So, coming back to the case that happened in England, and you you talked about. There's another case that you want to talk about. Well, we talked about the one just recently, Adam, That's right. Adam Johnson. Yes. Uh, we talked about Bertuzzi. Yes. Now, another one that people here will know about is Marty McSorley. So, Marty McSorley mm-hmm. uh, was known for being a very physical, tough player. Okay. They refer to People like him back in the day as enforcers. Okay, enforcers. So his main, you know, he he could play yeah. somewhat, but his main role was to look after his teammates. Right. And if they needed to intimidate the other team, yes, he was the man. Right. So back uh, February twenty first, uh, two thousand, mm. um, he was playing and he was playing against the Canucks, and uh, he ended up swinging his stick. Mm. In hitting Donald Brashear, mm. I believe in the head, mm. and injuring him. Mm. And there was a criminal matter uh, against him. And that actually went to trial. So it was right here, BC Provincial Court, mm. and he was found guilty of assault with a weapon. Now, what happened to Bashir? Was Bashir okay? So that's always subject to opinion, right? right? Because I think by then Brashear had already been in the league for some time. And, mm. you know, as players get older, they, mm. they deteriorate. They're not the same. Mm. Some people say that he just wasn't the same player mm. after that. Um, and I think there, there probably was a difference. 
So concussion, etc. Did he have right? Yeah, so right. That you know, um, concussion in in sports is something which is very disturbing, and and I remember the very first time I heard about concussion was when um, the boxer Muhammad Ali was playing, and he would get a lot of because he was hit in the head a lot. Right, and then he really started suffering from Parkinson's. Right. That's right. And his mental faculties, yeah. he, it was really it was really difficult uh, for him to see him because he was such a great athlete. Yeah. And, and for uh, him to be like that afterwards was just heartbreaking. Yeah. So So just to lay the groundwork, yeah. we've talked about Adam Johnson, yeah. we've talked about McSorley and what happened, right? Mm. So basically he was found guilty. Now Bertuzzi, he pled guilty to criminal assault causing bodily injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously there's something to these cases. Mm. In one case, you've got a conviction. Another case, he's pled guilty. Now, with Bertuzzi's case, uh, Steve Moore also launched a lawsuit against him. Okay, civil suit? Civil suit for mm-hmm. personal injuries. Mm-hmm. And they settled that okay. prior to going to court. So they must have, he must have paid them a lot of money. Well, if you think about it, he was a hockey player. Right. He had his career in front of him. Yeah. I mean, how much money... Can you calculate, right? right. <laughs> yeah, a, it would exactly. Have been, probably would have been a big, big case. Big case, yeah. yeah. So uh, w- you brought this t- t- to the program today. Um, would you be Would you be taking any cases like that? So w- remember, I was telling you, I don't do criminal law. No, but there is an aspect to this, oh, yeah. which does involve my, my expertise, mm. personal injury. Mm. So just as I mentioned, um, Steve Moore settle his case against Bertuzzi, Mm. probably for really good money, Mm. right? Uh, That being said, he lost a lot. So Mm. probably no amount of money is going to give him his career back. That's right. So um, what happens in these types of cases, there's a criminal component, Mm -hmm. possible criminal component. Right. The other part of it is if you get injured Mm. and you suffer a loss, then a a lawyer like myself uh, would get involved. And we can make a claim for personal injuries. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it could be very significant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the issues would be um, somebody plays hockey. Well, y- you just expect that. Mm. It's part of the game, right? Mm. You sign up for a sport and you know there's lots of physicality. Um, injuries happen. Well, you voluntarily voluntarily went into it. Hmm. So why would you, why would the other person be found to be a criminal, right? The criminal event, uh, be guilty, or why would there be damages against this person? Well, the law does say there are limits, Hmm. right? So on the one hand, the NHL will have official rules, things that are not allowed. Right. Okay. That's one thing. And every player usually signs a contract and um, some things are allowed. Mm. And if you sign a contract and you accept those risks, well, it's hard to argue against it. Mm. And there's also an unwritten code. Mm. Okay, so even if it's not written, there's certain things that are just acceptable. Mm. Okay, the players know it, fans know it by Mm. watching, and the referees know it. Mm. And then there are some things that happen that are so beyond the norm, Mm. right? And they cause significant injury, well, that's different. Yes. So. That brings me to the first case that you brought, one in England. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that. The person dying in that 
has got nothing to do with the person who fell down and his skate cut his throat. He didn't hit him, he didn't go after him, his, he didn't step over him. I don't know why anybody would, why the, the court or, or prosecutor. the prosecutor in that case would find the guy who fell down guilty of manslaughter. And I think it's too early to know. Yes. And, and their manslaughter might be different than our manslaughter. I see, I see. But I kind of, I, you know, let's say it just happened like I, I read about it. Mm. Like he, he got hit by somebody else. Mm. He ends up falling. In the mm. process of falling, he clips somebody with his skate. Mm. Right? In that situation, like how, there, it, there has to be some element of him, the, the you know, the, the person that was falling, some element of intention. Mm. Right? Or just being reckless. That's Knowing right. that I'm doing something. Yes. And it very well could cause serious injury. Right. But doing it anyway. But then then you back up and you find the person who hit him and made him fall down as the first culprit. And then the person who falls down and clips with his feet the other person's throat, that's the second one, but how could he have even thought of it or or prevented it? Yeah, so I, I agree with you. Yeah. Now, the only thing is, what are we missing? Mm. Like, was there some scuffle that happened before? Mm. I don't know. Could mm. could be. Um, did it, to someone, did it look like it was an intentional mm. act? I don't know. Could mm. be, right? But just from reading the stories, yeah. I don't really see it like here how right. that how that would that would happen right. where he'd be charged. But it it could be very different there. You know, I, I like this topic basically because um, our uh, kids love ice hockey, and they that's why um, CBC carries Hockey Night in Canada in Punjabi, right? Yeah. Um, Who the, the announcer now, I think, is even doing some English games because he's really good. That's right. Yes. And and uh, our own Gopi is on there as well. Okay. Sian, yes. Yeah. So I think the the community is interested in, in, in the sports. And all sports do have, especially these kind of sports have got an element of, of uh, surprise and an element of danger as well. I mean, can you imagine how fast they, they skate? Yeah, the, and, and things happen so quickly. Mm. Now, I do think the law has a place okay. somewhere in this. Yes. Okay, now the reason is just because somebody enters a sport, it doesn't mean they consent to anything that could happen out there. Yes. There is a line. True. That's true. So, and I think like in the McSorley case, what they look at is, well, the game of hockey Really, when it boils down to it, it's about putting a puck in a net mm. and preventing a puck from going in the net. Yeah, but someone picking up the hockey stick and hitting somebody on the head is not right. No. That for sure is, I mean, everybody can see it's not right. And what was the intent in doing yeah. it? Was it, oh, um, you know, can, can he argue that I didn't intend to hurt him? No, he can't. Probably not. Yes. So that's one case. And right. then and you've got the Bertuzzi situation. Yeah, I think that everybody put two and two together and came. If if um, Moore hadn't broken his vertebrae or wasn't hurt that badly, people wouldn't have, you know, uh, looked at this case as anything more than, you know, 
rivalry between two teams, and that's it. And they it, do that, right? Right, and, and injury does play mm. a part. Mm. You're, and I think you're absolutely right. Mm. If he was not injured, mm. like beyond you know missing one shift, yes, likely not much would have happened. No, no. But I, but that, then it goes back to consent. Like yes. he's so Moore's consenting to play to this physical game. Mm. Can he consent to uh, being jumped mm. to the point where he breaks a couple of vertebrae? Now, Probably not. So I guess those are in the fine print of their contracts. That you are, you're not going to find that in the in fine print. <laughs> no. That's why it's such a touchy issue, and that's why um, you know when the whole battle legal battle was happening, mm. you know you had lots of different opinions. Right. Let's take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back with uh, Mel Chaudhary. Mel, if people wanted to. Talk to you personally. Is there a telephone number that we can give out? Yes, 604-684-689-8888. And you do have your head office now in Surrey as well. We do. We're right yeah. across from Surrey Memorial Hospital. Oh, wow. Very prominent place. Right next to uh, Revenue Canada? <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's a, it seems like a really up-and-coming area there. It is. It is. Yeah. And there's uh, Tim Hortons there. Not too far. Not too far. Oh, okay. there's, there's a Starbucks right across the street. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio, Radio Rim, Jim Zunri. I'm Kap Shabka program. And we're Jamal Chaudhary. And we're talking about it. If you sports, implications so you were talking about, you know, uh, intent and also, you know, the culture of hockey. Uh, many years ago, uh, people felt that it was okay to beat one another up while they were playing because they always had fights, right? Right. But now, uh, have you noticed that it has gotten less ever since concussion has been uh, pointed out as the main um, problem with all these hits when people get when they fall down. I think just even um, society's views on on violence, perhaps yes. too. Yes. Because with hockey, I think it's pretty clear mm. there's a lot less violence mm-hmm. than there was before. Yes. So you know, we just talked about Marty McSorley. Mm. So his his role was as an enforcer. Right. Um, and he could play a little bit too. Yes. Um, but primarily, he was seen as an enforcer. Mm-hmm. So now. I don't think there are that many hockey players like that right. in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Because what ends up happening is you take one of those guys, well, you're taking a spot away from somebody who can actually play really well at hockey. Right. So I, I definitely think there's been a change. Now, it's an interesting point you raised. Mm. Like, So how does change happen? Like, Why um, is it now that you know people see that Fighting is not necessarily a great thing mm. for hockey, right? It all has to do with um, information. So years ago, drinking and driving. Right. It was a lot more prevalent than today. Yes. And then the information started coming about about how much death is caused by that, how many injuries are caused by drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. And the culture changed. So I, I think definitely with concussions, more knowledge is known about how these things are caused and, right. and in sports. Um, you know, it, it's had an impact. So mm-hmm. concussion, the big one is football. Right. NFL football. Right. So remember Will Smith 
came out with a movie mm-hmm. and it was exactly about that mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. and um, basically what they were finding is people were involved in different um, collisions over time right and then players brains would change like the actual brain if you if somebody you know after their death yes would take a look at the brain um, in an autopsy for example they would see that their brain was different wow and the common denominator were the hits they would take oh over God. and over and over again so you know there was a lawsuit brought against the NFL mm. for that very reason because mm. the so remember we're talking about the interaction between law and sport mm. so in that lawsuit it was basically alleged negligence in the sense that uh, the NFL knew or is alleged to have known that there was a real big risk to players for this mm. type of injury. Mm. But they didn't do anything about it, mm. and they didn't tell anybody about it, even though they knew this. Wow. So, so, so they were negligent. Uh, so, so if anything happened to anybody, they should have been the ones who would have to pay for it. Uh, so negligence is, is my, you know, S- Simpson Thomas, my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. right? This, that's part of what we, we do as well. You do, I see. So negligence basically means you owe um, a duty of care to somebody. Right. Right? And and you behave in a way where you know by not doing something, you're right. exposing somebody to harm. Right. And as a result of you doing that, a person suffers injury. Right. And they suffer loss. So in the case of football, if the NFL knew about this problem Hmm. and they kept it quiet. So by keeping it quiet, one, is you're not giving people the opportunity coming into the sport to really consent to entering into the sport. Right. Because they don't know what they're consenting to. That's true. You can't consent unless you know what you're getting yourself into. That's true. And then another thing is not taking steps to prevent that type of injury. Because if you know about this problem, then all sorts of steps should be taken to prevent right. the injury, right? And we know now that you they could have taken those steps right. because they have taken those steps. So how do they do that? So I'm a huge NFL football fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Den- Denver Broncos are my team. Right. Uh, but basically what they what they do is they protect the head. Right. So, oh, so they have those helmets. They have the helmets, which are, which are better. Right. But another thing they do is you're not allowed to attack the head. Right. So if if um, a player catches the ball mm. and another player is going in to tackle, their first point of contact cannot be the head. Mm. Now that in of itself probably saved so many concussions. Wow. They're wow. still going to happen. But the point is you can do things to lessen them, right? Okay, so I'm a little confused, not about the the legality of it all, but I am a little confused about the games now. Soccer is football in England, but soccer here. Right. <laughs> I, should, right? I should have said that. Yes. Yeah. We just talked about cricket. So, of yes. course, you know, the <laughs> listeners are probably thinking uh, football means soccer. Um, well, so football here is rugby in England. Okay. Yep. So I think what we can say is American football. Yes. Yeah. So American football is the one in which they hold the ball and run. That's right. So, so and for example, in soccer or football in England, yeah. 
is when you they kick with their feet and run. Soccer. And and then they hit with their head as well. Right. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the NFL like is very publicized, mm. and I, I think that case is now settled. Mm. Um, and of course, settlements are very quiet, right? Right. Of course. And no one and no one admits fault in a settlement. Mm, mm, mm. So in some ways, you know, I guess you can say it was swept under the rug in that sense. Right. But there's lots of publicity. Mm. Will Smith made a movie out of it. Mm. So, I, you know, I think that process is helpful. Let's just bring that uh, towards, say, locally. Our community is very interested in, I mean, even in India as well, kids play grass hockey, they play cricket, they play uh, soccer and in Fiji they play you know rugby and and things like that. So over here, if someone is playing with their team, school team or class team or college team, and gets hurt, um, so those personal injuries claims can come to uh, forefront, and you guys are uh, fluent in that. Right. And and basic, so just my own personal experience. Yes. I told you before, my yes. daughter plays ice hockey. Right. So, you know, from time to time, I volunteer as the safety person. Mm. So, you know, I've got certain protocols, safety person that I have to follow. So do you have to go through a course? You do. Yes. So one of those things is to ensure that if you see certain signs, see certain things that happen, mm. um, you don't let the player play. You so give pull them off example. the ice. Concussions. Ah, you okay. mentioned it. Yeah. So if a player falls into the boards head first, mm. chances are pretty good. I'm not going to let that player back on the ice. No. Okay. Right? Um, if they've, uh, let's say there's contact in the middle of the ice mm. um, and the player goes down mm. and says, I have a headache. Mm. Again, chances are pretty good. Mm. I'm not letting that player on the ice. Mm. And what I'm, what I do, my practice would have been to get a doctor's note. So say to the player, you get a doctor's note hmm. and then I'll, you know, we'll let you come back on the ice. Right. And it's not just, okay, now you're back into a game. Right. Basically what the next step would be is you follow a graduated process, right? So you come back onto the ice for practice. You have a different jersey so hmm. your players know this person is to be watched. Oh, okay. Be careful with, with her. Oh, I see. And then, and then over time, mm. you know, they'll get back to a game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got to follow doctor's advice and so forth. So I, I think, you know, I like to think that a main reason for that is because the organizations care for the safety of the players, right? Of course. Now, of an, course. Now, another reason for mm. it, too, would be that, well, the law has kind of established a standard. Mm. If you don't follow that standard, what's going to happen? Mm. You're going to open yourself up to liability. Mm-hmm. So see what I s- said before about yeah. the law having a positive impact oh, on the for community? Sure. For sure. We change our actions because of what the law is. Huh. So that's a, that's an example. And one that you know I've, I've dealt with personally just because of my role as a safety person with the, with the team. Wow, isn't that interesting? Six zero four two eight zero twelve hundred six zero four two nine nine eight eight six three are our telephone numbers. Mel is here for another ten minutes. Uh, if you have any questions, any legal questions, can we even ask you ICBC questions? Sure. <laughs> that used to be your ex- expertise. 
Yeah, it still, still is. Still is, you're right. Still is, okay. Uh, 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. We'll take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim Simriam, Kapshapka program hai. Mel Chaudhary's studios mein hai. And uh, I-, I wanted to ask you a, a, a ICBC question. How many cases are still there before they change to no-fault insurance? So how many older cases are yeah. there? There's still lots of cases. Like when you say lots of cases, what do you mean by that? Hundreds? Okay. Thousands? It's hard for me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, what, what, I can tell you like what I hear yes. generally through the grapevine. How many years worth of cases are there? Let's, ah, let's, okay. let's put it that because... way. Because what happens is it's got to work its way through, yes. right? I, I'm, so I'm talking about solid hmm. years left. There's probably two to three solid years left. Wow. So, um, so they've been, uh, I say, I'm just calculating. Okay. Lately I've been calculating money pretty well. Okay. So ICBC during the time when they used to pay people off, were still making money up to about a billion dollars. Because right. it was a cash cow, right? ICBC. Well, and then you, you remember they were talking about deficit, right? Mm. There's lots of deficit, mm. and that's when the change mm. came in. Mm. So basically, what happened is ICBC was making lots of money, mm. and it wasn't for very long, mm. but there was a period of years where they were able to show losses. Ah. And like we're talking about ICBC being around for how long? Since the 1970s? 70s, yeah. Okay. So they were making money for years till decades, yes. right? And then for a few years yeah. only, they were losing money. Yes. So instead of looking for ways to to figure out, you know, how could we change that? Or, you know, maybe they did. I don't know. Who knows, mm, right? Mm. But anyway, it was the books showed a significant loss. Then they went to what's called a minor injury cap claim. That's right. And then... Without even giving that a chance. Yes, not even a year, barely a year. They switched to no fault. That's right. So, um, yeah, so that's where we are now. I mean, basically, yeah, basically we're in no fault. So uh, maybe a couple more years of just showing that they've made a little bit of money, then they're going to be in like 5 to $10 billion uh, profit going on. Yeah, it's tough to know, but it's, it's a lot of insurance premiums we're all still paying, right? Yes, and if you think about what's being paid out, yes. it's very different than before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where is all that money mm-hmm. going? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a good question. And many people ask that, you know, I mean, I, one of the first cases that came out right after No Fault was uh, uh, one of our travel producer's wife who got hit by a car. She had to have a plate in her leg so that she could and screws in there right and she couldn't do anything no money given to her but she did get help at home um she was uh, allowed to get a mobile bike so that she could work on her and no physical money given to her for pain and and suffering yeah so and basically how she's treated yes is the same as if whoever's at fault mm. is treated the same way that's right. as she would be. That's, yes. that's right. So that was no fault insurance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, well, I don't know whether getting money from your injury 
sort of lessens the pain. <laughs> but, you know, it sort of makes you feel, okay, at least I've got the money out of it all. Well, think of the value in life that you've lost, yes. right? I mean, if... But getting the money doesn't come back, by the way. No, it doesn't. But no. at least there's some compensation for mm, that. It's not mm. It's not worthless. No. Um, so if if someone is, for example, has chronic pain, right, and they can't do things with their kids, they can't enjoy their time with their spouses yeah. much, um, they just generally are not enjoying life that much. No. That's a huge loss. So what's going to happen um, as as a person in this profession for such a long time, if that sort of a case happens, it's not, it's not debilitating that the person cannot work. The person can, but the person has changed. Like we talked about soccer, right? I mean, after that person was hit on the head, it wasn't the same, right? Right. So this person who's been hurt still goes to work, but a component of his life is gone, and that was, you know, to be able to enjoy. And run, uh, uh, the kids are small, they're running, run to catch them and play, you know, games like that with the kids. Can't do that. Has no value. In the new system, yeah. it, it has, it's dismissed as having no value. So, you know, that's what bothers me. Yeah. And, and you know why? It, it's not that just this person is experiencing it. It's because they're experiencing it because somebody else did something wrong. Yes. So... There's this thought, maybe, oh, it's a car accident. Mm. It's not a big deal. Mm. Well, it, it is a big deal. It is. Because if you're not really paying attention, mm. you're not, you know, doing what's responsible in how you drive, mm. and you cause somebody this type of suffering, why should that person be out? Yes. And by that, I mean, like you said, money's yeah. not going to replace no. all that time. No. But at least it's something to show there's um, some value in it. Yeah. So that person who's injured has nothing no. for that loss. No. Whereas the person who does the injuring, yeah, there's no real penalty for them. No. For for causing that, uh, there might be a penalty where their premiums will go up, and that benefits ICBC, not the person who's been hit. Right. You're right. It, it, there's no benefit then. To no that, benefit to, to the person. person. Saying to a person who's been uh, hurt in a car accident, go get physiotherapy done or you can take four days off. Can you imagine if that person is working at a small place and the employer is relying on that person? Who is out of it all? And the other thing is, you know, you're going to hear ICBC might say, okay, well, you're hurt. Why aren't you going for therapy? Why aren't Mm. you doing treatment? Mm. Mm. Okay. On the other hand, mm. if somebody does too much therapy and treatment, mm. <laughs> they, want, they don't want to pay for it no. on an ongoing basis, right? Or yes. they might not. They could use that as an argument that, yeah. well, you've gone for so much therapy. Yeah. It's not, you're still needing it. So yeah. why are you still going? Because I need it. Yeah. And then now people are having to deal with them on their own, which, you know, we we get calls. Um, there's not much we yeah. can do because, yeah. you know, the way they've structured the system, it just a lot of times, there are some cases where it makes sense for a lawyer to get involved. For, mm. for the most part, it doesn't. There's a lot of frustration. And if people did want um, to sit down and talk to you anyway, uh, Mel, uh, would that be possible? Yeah, it, w- it would be. Mm. Um, and like I said, with like we talked about before, right? Anybody mm. calls and they mention that they heard me on Spice Radio, mm-hmm. um, just 
let them know and yes. uh, we'll definitely arrange a, a phone call with you. Lovely. That's fantastic. So um, uh, holiday season is coming up. Um, it's going to be very slick outside. If people fall and have personal injury, can they call you? Yeah. And, you know, that would be a slip and fall. Yes. And it happens frequently. Yes. Um, so, it, it, of course, it depends on the circumstances. Yes. But definitely, yeah, you can give can them a we, call. Can, can people sue the city? They can, uh, but there are strict time requirements. Okay. So if you uh, get injured because of something that the city did, yes, you have to give them written notice okay. um, within 60 days. All right. And then you've got to sue them within six months. All right, everybody, be careful when you walk outside because tomorrow there's going to be frost. Oh, it's getting it's getting nippy out there, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Ho- hopefully there. everyone's got their snow winter tires, tires on. Yes, I hope so. Um, my car comes with those nice tires, so I really don't need snow tires. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And I think it's not going to be very snowy this year. I hope not. Yes. I know the kids enjoy it. Yeah, I know they do, but we don't. <laughs> there, there are years that I just feel like all I'm doing is shoveling snow. I know. That was last year. Yeah. And year before last. Um, thank you so very much, Mel. Um, we'll take a telephone number down one more time. 604-689-689-8888. which is a very easy number. We'll see you next month. Sounds good. All right. With that, we come to the end of our show. Tomorrow, Sadna will be here and her tarot reading. So if you have any questions, um, please do listen to our program and uh, call us tomorrow. Stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio and your requests with Nutan on Radio Ramjim.